Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. Every individual has a choice to make, and that concerns their values, how they make decisions, what do they hold as truth, and what they reject. And there's a very simple principle. You are either going to accept the Word of God, scriptural revelation, to form your values, your judgments, how you make decisions, or you are going to follow the ways of the world, embracing a worldly perspective. And when we look at things today, we see in regard to the primary issue that we're going to be looking at in today's scripture, we're going to see that the world is in disagreement with the value, the perspective, the judgment of God. And what we're going to be speaking about is not uh, politically correct, but it is truth from heaven. We need to embrace it if we are followers of Messiah Yeshua, if we are believers in the one that the world calls Jesus Christ. It is simply incompatible with truth to accept what God says no to, what God says is an abomination, what God says is very dangerous. So with that said, take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Romans and chapter 1. The book of Romans and chapter 1. Now, this may be accused of, of hate speech, but it's far from that. We're going to be speaking about homosexuality, lesbianism, and it's not that we are hateful towards those individuals. God commands us to love them. In fact, we want the very best for them. And here's the simple fact. If someone is engaging in a behavior, doing something that is harmful to them, someone who cares for them, someone who loves them, someone who wants the best for them, they're going to speak out in love, in truth, and share with them that these decisions, that lifestyle, is not the best for them. It is rebellious against God's order. And that's really what it comes down to. There are those who are rebelling against God's order, the framework that he has set up. And again, this is going to become a greater issue for believers. It is going to require a decision among us. Are we going to embrace the standards of the world, what the world says is acceptable and good and proper? Or are we going to remain faithful and not compromise the standards of God? So you may think that this is not said in love, but I assure you with my heart, it is. We want people to be in God's will for simply one reason. 
we know that it's the very, very best place for them to be. Now, let's begin Romans chapter 1. We concluded last week with verse 25. So obviously, we're going to begin with verse 26. And remember what we learned last week. The scripture speaks of the fact that God has placed within every human being, all humanity, knowledge that God exists. We said that primarily this is done through the conscience. In verse 19 of this first chapter of Romans, God says that all people have a knowledge that God is. Why? Because God put that knowledge within them. And so if they do not act upon that, they are being defiant. They are being rebellious. And here's the primary principle I'm sharing in, in this study. And that is, there are adverse effects. There are extremely negative consequences when we reject God's truth. When God reveals something to us, as he does clearly in this word, this is not going to be a matter of, of different interpretations. God's word here is very clear. It is not an issue open for debate. It's simply a question of, do we embrace it? Do we agree with God? Do we have our value judgments to agree with scripture standards? Or are we going to reject that? And again, here's the principle. When we reject those things that are in the scripture and we are rebellious, it will have a greatly adverse effect in our life. So that's why we're taking this stance, because it's right to do so and because we want to warn others in love, not in hate, not with malice, but in love and compassion, desiring God's best for all people. And you'll never experience God's best unless you are embracing his truth. It's just that simple. So let's begin. Look with me to verse 26. We read here, on account of this, what is this? This rebelliousness, this rejection, this saying no to what God has put in your conscience. You simply are disagreeable to the message of God. And when you are disagreeable, rejecting, what happens? This defiance is going to produce something negative in a person's life. What God is doing is revealing a spiritual law. When we say no to the truth of God, it is going to bring about an outcome, some results. There are consequences. And therefore, we read what one of the consequences is. He says, on account of this, God, and that is the God, the one and only God, God delivered them over unto and what's this next phrase? Passions of dishonor. That means that when you reject God, it is going to have that adverse effect within you. And you are going to be passionate, desiring those things which will lead to your dishonor. Now, there's a clear relationship. God gives truth in order that we can reflect his glory that we can be used by him. What a privilege it is to be chosen by God to serve him. That is an honorable position. 
But when we say no to God's truth, we are saying, God, I don't want to serve you. I don't want to obey you. I don't want to be part of your will. And therefore, because of that, there's a spiritual law, and that is this. When one has that mindset, we read here, on account of this, God will deliver them over into dishonorable passions. And now he's going to give an example of that. For also the, the females, their females are going to exchange the natural use for that which is against nature. Now, when he speaks about nature, he's speaking about a, an order, a divine order that God has put together. We see that going all the way back to the book of Genesis, that God created man, male, and female. And God put them into a covenantal relationship called marriage. And therefore, we see that principle in the scripture, one man, one woman, marriage. And when we talk about intimacy, it's between one man and one woman within that covenantal relationship. That is the natural order that God has given. And when someone rejects that, they do so because they are defiant against God. They know better. They know the truth. God, the scripture says, he put that in them. They know that. But they're walking in rebelliousness. And again, when you rebel, when you are defiant, when you say no to God's standards, God's order, it's going to have, as we see in the second half of our study, it is going to have some greatly adverse outcomes in a person's life. Now we're going to see how that defiance several times will manifest itself in an individual. It says here, for also their females, it's talking about the, the women of a community. They are going to exchange, that means change, change God's order, exchange it for something else. The natural use for that which is against nature. And what are we talking about here? We're talking about instead of a woman and a man together in that intimate relationship of a marital covenant, here it's speaking about women with women, lesbianism. And then it says, look on to the next verse, verse 27. Likewise, also even the males. So it talked about females. Now it's speaking about males. The males leaving, once more, that same expression. The natural use of a female, meaning how that intimacy that union between one man and one woman, they are going to, because of this, this defiance, this rejection, this rebelliousness, it will manifest in, in themselves in this way, that they are going to leave the natural use of a female, and they are burning. Now, it's in the passive. They will be made to burn. That passive nature, that passive voice shows it's an outcome. When you are defiant against the truth of God, it is going to cause a change. And that change is this. They are going to burn in their desire for one another. What does it mean, one another? Male with male. 
And notice what God says. Now we're speaking in the previous verse, lesbianism. Now in this verse, it's a clear reference to homosexuality. And the reason why we need to speak truth is because of what it says here. Because of that, this male with male in that type of ungodly behavior that the scripture calls an abomination, it says that they are working out, and that's exactly what this verb is, to work out, to produce, to cause, to bring about. They are working out, and the implication is for themselves, on themselves, and then what do we have? We have a term which means shame. And it's a very strong word to depict someone that is behaving in a shameful way. And that shameful way hints to, don't miss this, it hints to guilt. Guilt before God and that shame is going to be punished by God. So here's my motivation. The scripture says that God does not rejoice does not like to see any human being punished, but rather that individual would repent. We all need to, we all struggle with sin. We're, we're speaking about some specific sinful traits today, but we all, I do, you do, everyone struggles with sin. And what God is saying is this, is that we need, if we're going to find deliverance and help from heaven, in order that we walk in a worthy way, in a proper way, in a God-pleasing way, that we might have a, a God-pleasing testimony. We need to embrace, first and foremost, God's standards of morality. Agree with Him. And then repent, turn away, that's a desire, in order to embrace God's lifestyle, God's will for one another. And we struggle with that. God knows that but he will help us. But if we, and here's the problem, if someone says, no, I reject God's moral standards and I'm going to choose my own, I'm gonna determine what's right and wrong for me, a believer can't do that. A believer, in order to be saved, he has to agree. Now he may not understand all the dimensions of it, but he has to agree with sin. Here it's clear. Other places in the Bible speaks to this issue and in the same way. God is against homosexuality. God is against lesbianism. He calls it an abomination. He speaks of it in a most negative way. Now, someone may struggle with that problem in their life. As I say, we all struggle with sin. But if we do not agree with God's standards, we are in defiance and we are not going to be in a covenantal relationship. So I get the question, many times and the question is this can someone be a homosexual and and go to heaven well if that person see we all are born with sinful tendency we have that sinful nature so if a person says yes i agree with god's standards this is wrong this is sinful just like a whole list of many other sins that people struggle with I agree, I need to repent, I need to turn away from that, but I struggle. But I believe in what Messiah did and that his death, the shedding of his blood, not only gives me forgiveness, but the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And when I rely upon the Holy Spirit, I am not going to engage in that activity. I struggle, but I affirm this is God's best for me. That person 
he is saved, he has the right mindset, he struggles, we all struggle. But if someone says this, I am defiant, I am going to embrace this lifestyle that the world embraces, that the world affir affirms, I'm not going to see this as sinful, I don't agree with that, that person is not saved, that person is not going to be in the kingdom of God because he's never repented. Now, when we look at scripture, it's very clear. He says that such behavior produces shame and what else? Look at the end of verse 27. It also speaks about the recompense. That's a payment in this context. It's a payment in the sense of a punishment, which is and a very important word. Some Bibles will say, which is fitting, but it's not the word fitting. It's the root, the Greek word day, which means something which is absolutely necessary. So this recompense, this punishment, this response from God is absolutely necessary because of their error among themselves. And it says, which they are going to receive. They will receive this recompense, this payment, this judgment, this punishment, because it's necessary from God's standards of righteousness that, that he punishes such an heir that they commit among themselves. Look now to verse, verse 28. And just as they did not document that they have the knowledge of God, now, this goes back to what we've already spoken of, and that is this. In the previous section, we saw last week in our study that God says that he puts the knowledge of God within every human being. And what we have here is the rejection. They refuse to document in their behavior, in their speech, that, that God exists, that they have knowledge of God. So because they fail to document that that God they have in knowledge. It says once again, God delivered them over to a mind, and some will say the depraved mind, but it's literally the word which is a mind that does not demonstrate, a mind that does not document any knowledge of God. Because they reject the knowledge of God, they are going to have a mindset devoid of any knowledge of God. And this is why I say that if someone says, no, I embrace this, this lifestyle that's so popular spoken of today with those initials, speaking about homosexuality, lesbianism, and transgender, and all the type of, of behavior that God finds most displeasing, most in agreement with his plan for humanity. So he says, God, based upon this, this defiance, he will give them over to a mind that documents that they do not belong to him. And it says here that they are going to do, it says to do the things which are not. And now we have a word which means proper fitting, probably in the Hebrew mindset, it could be used the term halakha, which is Jewish law, meaning the law that God gave the Jewish people, what is appropriate. And there's an inherent relationship between law and righteousness. We'll see this in a few minutes, that God's going to speak about defiance against the righteousness, his standards of righteousness. So they are going to do the things that are not, are not proper. Look now to verse 29. Now, in verse 29, we get into this section which speaks about 
adverse outcomes. Here we have a behavior that is an outcome of, of rejecting God's knowledge, rejecting his standards. It is going to, when one does that, doesn't make any difference, male or female, Jew or Gentile, it's a principle, a law from heaven for humanity. And when one rejects this, when one is rebellious and defiant, it is going to have adverse outcomes, and we're going to see what they are. And again, this is not hate speech. Now, people will say, Brooke, you're a bigot. You, you are, are embracing things that are outdated and such. But, but it's not based in hate. It is based in love and a concern that if one persists in that mindset, we're going to see how that mindset impacts their, their thoughts, their behavior, and what they become, how they think and what they do. So it says, such a person, look now to verse 29. They are filled with all types. And here again, this is in the passive which means that type of mindset brought this about. Here's the outcome. Here's the uh, adverse effect of such behavior and such a mindset. It says being filled. And this word for being filled means it happened in the past. It's still going on today and it's going to get worse in the future. Being filled with all types. And look at these, these adjectives. Being filled with all types of unrighteousness, immorality and usually this is sexual immorality and wickedness and covetousness and evil evil activities so when one is engaged in lesbianism homosexuality it is going to produce in their life terrible things things that we're talking about look again all types of unrighteousness immorality wickedness covetousness evil and also being full of, the scripture says, being full of jealousy, or that word can mean envy as well. Being full of that. They're not going to know peace. They're not going to know happiness. They're not going to be joyful. They are going to be in torment within because they are embracing and thinking in a way that's adverse to themselves, to those that they love, and to society in general. And it says that, that it's also going to bring about a, a murderous thought process of strife, of deceit, of, of thinking of evil, and also that which is, uh, most scriptures will say, a gossip attitude, backbiting, speaking against one another. Setting things by your speech that is going to cause conflict and disagreement and hardship. So all of these things are an outcome. Now, does this mean that everyone gets all of these? Didn't say that. But these are the tendency that they become hateful and there's a relationship between hateful and murderous in a, a spiritual way. When you hate your neighbor, it says that you have spiritually murdered them. Look on to verse 30. Here it says, slanderous, and notice this next phrase. It means a hater of God. And that's what it comes down to. Inwardly, when one says, I am going to practice this lifestyle, I affirm it. Inwardly, as I said, they have rebelliousness, a defiance against God, and what it says here, 
They are haters of God. They're insolent. This is the next term. It means something that is, is very uncaring towards other. It's, it's rooted in selfishness. It's a desire to get what you want at all costs. So it's insolent and also prideful and boastful and inventing. Now, they are going to become worse because this next phrase says they are going to be inventors of evil things. So what we see is this. When one embraces this lifestyle, this behavior, affirms it, it is going to cause them to become individuals that are going to begin on a downward spiral. Spiral. It is going to manifest itself in all type of negative uh, traits and activities. And they are going to move further and further away from the character of God from the ways of God, what God has called one to be. So they're going to be prideful, boastful, and notice what it says here, inventors of evil and also disobedient to parents. Now, most scholars see this. This phrase, disobedient to parents, has to do with just that rebellious nature that they have. They are against authority. They don't like anyone telling them, what's right and what's wrong, what's proper. They, they, they push off all types of authority. They want to be free to do whatever they want. And this is the spirit of lawlessness. And then keep reading. Look now to verse 31. They are foolish. And this next word is it has the, the term covenant within it. And what it speaks about someone that's just not agreeable. They can't, can't take on any obligations. They do not want to be in any type of obligation because they always want to be free to do whatever they want. They are heartless and they are, notice this next phrase, they are those people that are not uh, able to be reconciled. They, they hold a grudge, in other words. They are not someone that, that finds forgiveness towards others an easy thing so they are are not reconcilable and they they are not merciful and this all comes down to to something look now to our last verse verse 32 it says who and remember i spoke about righteousness who the righteousness of god knowing now they are not in in ignorance they are not in unknowing they are in defiance and rebelliousness. So it says here, who the righteousness of God having known, but the things, and it's talking about those things that we've mentioned, such things they practice. And these things that they are practicing, it says, are worthy of death. Not only do they practice these, but notice something else. It's a word of encouragement. Not only do they practice these things, but also they are approving of the ones who are practicing them. So they are a source of encouragement for that type of behavior. Why? Because they are defiant, rebellious against God's order. And let me close with this. When God's order is set aside, it gives an opportunity, a stronghold for the enemy to come in and accomplish his purposes. Homosexuality and lesbianism is what the enemy is using in a great degree today 
in order to sow seeds of trouble. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. <laughs>